Big Dick Joe. Big Dick Joe. We'll get to hey, who we like hey, tomorrow a little bit later, I think. Hey, fuck face. How's the weather down there? Yeah? I like football, too. Good for you. And good for all of you for June, tuning in. Joining? Juning in. It's a mixture of joining, <laughs> tuning. You've juned in. Well done. Don't know how you guys did it. But welcome to all of you uh, for joining the Super Bowl special. dun 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 that's not it it's copyrighted we can't really copy it super bowl eve happy super bowl eve to you super bowl eve yes can't wait it's gonna be an exciting one i'm I'm excited to watch this one actually usually don't give a shit but it's the the 56th super bowl there's no patriots involved i'm relieved for yeah those kind of facts to be honest with you brady retired when he was eliminated, I kind of, I kind of breathe a sigh of relief. I, I've already had my whole acceptance of the revelation. Like, yeah, Brady's Brady's the best ever. All them rings. I'm just happy to have gotten to witness the whole thing. You got to see Gretzky play hockey. You got to see Jordan play basketball. Bonds. Tiger Woods play golf. Tiger Woods, yeah. You know Tyson. Well, you can add Brady to that. You know, all these incredible athletes. If you got to see any total just elite best ever at their sport people perform and and play, you're you're lucky. And that that should be the takeaway. You know, you could hate them if they beat your team, you know. Brady beat us in a Super Bowl. Oh four, beat us. Sucked. Oh, wait, do you mean when Donovan McNabb was puking on the uh, on the field? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't really Brady that beat us. It was McNabb they sucking. didn't play that bad in that game for the Eagles. No, it was they just had that was, drive and he fucking it was just yeah, like just just fucking ugh. no, there's no I'm, I'm not going back there. Yeah, but you know, yeah, it's not it, even know. like he's a bad person either. He's, he's he seems like a pretty decent human being, so I'm I sure he is, you know, and all I of his accolades and his perks and his and his you know, smoking hot wife. It all nah. helps. It definitely all helps. <laughs> and his you know, good but, looking children. Although you, know, you ever see his dad? I saw a bit thing about with his dad. His dad's a pretty heavy, overweight guy and doesn't fit the mold of the uh, Brady so I guess you know, character. Like I guess I <laughs> you ever see his mom? No, I can't say that I have. I gotta look that up one day. I'm not gonna. I think do she it was for... she was hit by a bus when he was 12, so it make oh, it lends to the story. Jesus Christ, was it like a Kansas City Chiefs bus? Yeah. Was Eli Manning's parents driving it? That no. would be fitting. That's terrible. Or well, I mean, we've done well enough to go to hell already. So I mean, that'll just keep us there. You know, that just shoes keeps purgatory away from sucking us up, trying to rescue us. But um, but yeah, you know, yeah. Once once Brady was eliminated this year. And then, you know, I, I didn't know he was going to, I don't think anybody knew he was going to retire when he was eliminated. No, I don't think it in, was something in that close. game. But when it happened, you know, I think, I think a lot of people were sort of like, all right, cool. Like, d- different guy. Like, it's definitely going to be a different guy this year, you know? Because it's as special as a career as it was. Like, it gets fucking redundant. The man's been to 10 Super Bowls. He won seven of them. It's like, Jesus Christ, like, come on already, you know? Yeah, he's but, just a- pre it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to be there at. yeah you know it's pretty much like okay well just who's the other team you know it's just First what, year in Tampa yeah, who's going to represent the other conference you know and honestly the, when the chiefs got bounced kind of thought the same thing 
you know, and it's for me the Chiefs. They had it this year anyway. I I don't think they had. No, no, they they took forever to get going. It just seemed like they were just kind of phoning it in. I don't know. Yeah, it's it seemed like they were almost lucky to be where they were in the first place. My disgust of the Chiefs repeatedly having all this success it stems down to one person, and it's Andy Reid. Because when Andy Reid was here, he should have had no less than two Super Bowls. Oh, remember, the, remember those championship runs? Yep. Go to the NFC three years in a row and get fucking yep. bounced out. It was terrible. And then we finally get T.O. and we get there and a Donovan fucks it up. Like, that should have been a Super Bowl. One of them three NFC championships should have been a Super Bowl because I still contest we would have fucking whooped the Raiders' ass the year Definitely. that the Bucks did. So I think that would have been it. I think that would have been our fucking second, our first Super Bowl with 04 should have been our second one. So for Andy Reid, I was pissed when they won their first one. And then when he went back and he could have won a second one, I'm like, this is fucking insane. Like, literally, we got to watch this dude go to another fucking team and just do everything that he should have been doing with us. You know, yeah, it just, but in it fairness, he, he did have Patrick Mahomes, you know, and Tyreek Hill and yeah. a team and their, their defenses have been notoriously good. Not see, it's no like their their offense just overcompensated for I think some flaws in their defense at times. Like their their defense is beatable. This year they weren't great. No, this year they were terrible. But I mean, even even last year, I mean, Brady kind of shredded the shit out of them at will. Yeah, right. last year, you know. But it was nice to see some new faces in there. So who we got this year? We got, of course, the Bengals with the young guy. Joe Cool. I mean, is that his fucking name? The dude's cool as ice. He's, he's got like 15 names. Joe he's Hollywood. Fucking, he's awesome. Yeah, like, I, I like the kid. Confident as shit. And yeah, he knows I what he's he doing. Just, and he, quite frankly, he's he backing he's it the fuck up. Yep. Fresh off that, what he had, that ACL tear last year. Going back to the Super of the year. Bowl. Yeah, you know, and he's going up against Matt Stafford, who I tell you, you know who's got it worse than a lot of people? Matt Stafford. Nah, well, <laughs> worse than that, Detroit Lions fans. You had a guy, was he 12 seasons there? Something like that? I don't even know. At one point had the best receiver for like his entire career. You mean to tell me that Detroit's fucking management ownership couldn't get this fucking guy to a Super Bowl? He goes to one team one year, and he's in the Super Bowl. To be fair, though, he did go to the team that completely mortgaged their future. to. They were stocked. Every fucking which way to get there. They literally just needed anybody but Jared Goff. I mean, Christ, if Garoppolo went there, Garoppolo would be in the Super Bowl. Christ, if Nick Foles wound up there, Nick Foles would be going to another Super Bowl. It was, you just needed somebody who didn't suck as much as Jared Goff did. Yeah. And Stafford's a pretty good quarterback. And and there there it is. There's your matchup. Yeah. No, and he's he's played well through the years. I mean, we've we've been in fantasy football now for what twenty two years? Twenty two years, yeah. So we've got yeah. a pretty good grasp on all the players that are out there and available and who yeah. does what and yeah, you know. And he, and even if you're just sitting back and looking at what their statistics are, I mean you're aware of what they contribute. So yeah, when you know Stafford's numbers, they've never been anything to really scoff at. I mean, you know, he's had a had a down season here or there. I think he I think he missed some time in at least one, maybe two years. But for the most part, and like like if you look at who he's had, like, you know, he's had he had Calvin Johnson. Yeah. What else? You know, his his running backs were like I Christ you know, I can name running I can name running backs that probably showed up for a week and sucked. You know, but like there was nobody ever really had any staying power up there. It was just it's it was a shit show. 
and he gets out and he's now he's in the Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. So I mean, happy for him, definitely. Um, but I I I don't know. And you know, at the end at the end of this show, we're definitely gonna, we're going to get a prediction. You know, we'll see how we think this game is going to go. Um, but as far as like my feeling on it, like it's, I I I I would like to see Stafford get a ring. That would be that would ultimately be a cool way for this year season to end. You know, he jumps jumps ship, gets traded, goes to a team, wins the fucking Super Bowl, his first year out of Detroit. That would be magical. But I hate his head coach. Yeah, and I, he's just a douche. Sean McVay's just just a dick i don't know i don't know i i guess he's a good maybe he's not a dick but he's been anointed this excellent you know beacon of offensive prowess and no like what what have you won they're like oh he's been to a super bowl like yeah i know he's been to a super bowl there's a lot of coaches that have been to a fucking super bowl they weren't heralded as the greatest of anything just for getting to a super you gotta win something man well how long has he been the coach there now uh at least six, six, maybe Is seven it years. When they went to, they went was... to the, when they went against New England, he was the head coach. That was like his second year, I think. Okay, right, something like that. Like that was that was like really because everyone's like, "There's oh, here he is, the boy genius," and his like second or third year, like he's yeah, he's you know he he might be young, but he's 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 proven them wrong. And it's like, no, we put up like two field goals. The offensive genius that he is put up six points against uh, that <laughs> fucking Patriot team. It's a good defense, mind you, but I would there was like one touchdown. I think it was a rushing touchdown. Like not even Brady could score in that game. That's where they were at. Like there was no offense in that game, and certainly not any from McVay. So yeah, fuck that guy. I didn't realize he was as young as he is, though. I mean, you guys, he's young. He's younger than us, right? Yeah, I mean, he's That's, thirty. There's a lot of coaches apparently right now that are younger than we are, and they're all like pretty boys, like Lafleur and fucking uh, yeah, they Daniels. Gorgeous. They are. I know. McVay's a prick, but yeah, he's kind of hot, I guess. If you're if you're gonna swing that way, man, it's okay. It's okay. He's a I'm good not looking man. To that. <laughs> now he's now he's got some royalties from the chunky soup people. You know, he's got that old McNabb money. He's doing it right. He knows he knows what you're in for. He'll get you the king sized uh, room at the end of the dove. There you go, googling right. people. Um, so, you know, aside from, you know, this game, you know, I, I try to think back, like a, a lot of, a lot of people, they get to rehash old memories of old games, old Super Bowls, you know, oh, I remember this was a great game, you know, and, you know, things like the guarantee, you know, you know, from Joe Namath, you know, or like the Steelers run in the seventies, you know, a lot of people around here that talk about the disappointment of when, when Oakland beat Philly down in the new, in the Super Bowl in New Orleans that back in 1980, you know, stuff like that, um, you know, you got your your early Niners with Montana and, you know, everything that happened in the 80s, Lawrence Taylor, Phil Sims, all those guys. I, you know, I, I don't think my first memory really kicked in until, like, the the run that where the Bills kept losing. I remember those games because I think I, you know, like that that storyline of, oh, here they are again. Yeah, right. You they know, got there again. And they yeah, lost. I think, like, the third one that they were in is uh, I actually stopped us. Yeah, let me watch this. You know, like they, like you, you had to root for them. Everybody in the country had to be rooting for this team, and they just never fucking got it. It's terrible. But that was that was my first uh, memory of the Super Bowl, first full game that I can recall watching. Ray Lewis was the MVP, and they beat Kerry Collins and the Giants. Kerry, like Collins, that was. Right. I think I think that was when I like kind of like that was the Super Bowl that really like made me totally fall in love with football. I think took a little took a little longer for me on all that. I was always a baseball guy growing up. And I just I shifted to football with pretty much that game. It was just such a nice game to watch. Yeah, I mean, it was never something that I watched either. It was just, you know, football was there, but it was never something I really paid attention to until 
I started getting into gambling and fantasy sports stuff. Yeah. I was I, I actually genuinely genuinely liked baseball and hockey. And now that I've completely shifted away from that and have gone to, to football. So I didn't watch or really care about too many Super Bowls, but there's a few out there that are memorable that stuck with me. Um that, that you that, you know that you watch and you know whether it was Brady getting beaten by the Giants in number 42 with the you know the helmet catch uh, the, the Tyree catch, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, the Dave Tyree catch that it was a great Super Bowl, and you know that busted up their perfect year, right? They had a perfect yeah. season that year, and um, I thought it was great. Eli played well. I'm not a Giants fan. I hate Eli nah, Manning. Nah, nah, they're, I'm they're gonna preface this whole thing div- with that. division rival. Nope, nope. We have zero love for they the Giants. A, the Giants had a good team that, that year. Was, they- that was great <laughs> to watch. That was. Man, yeah, because they because they just they got hot. Well, they they finished eight and eight or like yeah. nine and seven something. Right. Yeah, they they fucking squeaked in and went on the gr- like the greatest run in the postseason ever. Yeah, to absolutely beat, to beat what would have been heralded as the greatest football team ever. They win that Super Bowl, that would have been it. Nope, greatest team of all time. But they didn't win it, and that's not yep. what they were. You exactly. know, was, they had yeah. the greatest regular season of all time, definitely, but not the greatest team of all time. Yeah, those those games were good. Um. Oh, oh, 04 when they, when when we lost yeah to Brady the fucking jerk off that he I thought is that was a good game too it was a very good game until yeah. the end yeah yeah until the fucking time ran out and we weren't you know the team with the higher score that was terrible um yeah you know just uh you know just I mean again I can't I can't reiterate enough how the all, all of the Brady Super Bowls were just fun to watch and it's just like damn you know even if his kicker usually won the games for him whatever yeah, he you know, did he, how many did Goskowski win for that team no it was it was Vinatieri Vinatieri like two or three of I think his first three Super Bowls were all kicks from Vinatieri Goskowski I think gave him two I believe okay. I think he might have actually won one of them I, I think yeah yeah there was one one that he definitely like earned his MVP uh, the other, the other ones, no, nah, definitely not. He definitely had a better kicker, and then I think Edelman stole the that low scoring game against the Rams. He he took the MVP, rightfully so. He had like eighty catches for say, yeah, a zillion right. yards. The little guy, that little the little fella, no that little commercials. Oh, hello, Julian. Um, <laughs> Super Bowl Fifty Two for us, obviously. In case you guys hadn't picked up on the gist of this yet, we're uh, Eagles fans. Uh, but so yeah, Super Bowl Fifty Two was was excellent. That was. All the Facebook memories came up recently. Pictures down yeah. by uh, down by the art museum, running around. Green as far as the eye could see. It was a yeah. great day. It was a very great day. You went down to the parade, didn't you? Absolutely went down to the parade. Were you, were you down there? No, I didn't go to that one. I went to the Phillies when they won the World Series parade, but I did not go down for the Eagles. No, I wanted to do the Phillies one, but I had a one-month-old daughter and a wife who worked during the day. Well, a girlfriend who worked during the day. We weren't married yet, but um, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, the Eagles parade that was that was cool. We went into there was a restaurant called James that was jam packed. We like snagged the table. These people got up. We literally like put the dishes under the table, wiped it off with like a used napkin, and we're like, yeah, where's our fucking server? You know, they're like, oh, I didn't realize the table was sad. I'm sorry. So we like totally stuck in, beat like a two hour <laughs> fucking wait in line. We're just because that's what happens when you marry a very like sneaky, crafty uh, woman. She's like, "Fuck that! We're stealing that table. These guys are coming with me." I'm like, all right, honey, whatever. Yeah, we took that shit. Um, guy bumped into us on the way up. It was fucking uh, was that Rob McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny? Yeah, him, Charlie, Devito, and his wife. They were all there, like really? walking through the crowd. We're like, "What the fuck? Like, 
who's that little shit over there? It's fucking Danny DeVito. Yeah, they were like down in town for the parade. Everybody awesome. saw him. It was like, oh, fuck, look at that shit. Yeah, they were, you know, just high-fiving and toasting. They went up to some fucking private area where they're probably popping bottles and, you know, staying warm, unlike the rest of us frozen assholes out there. But uh that Danny DeVito was popping bottles, but maybe. I mean, why? Because he's, <laughs> he's little? He can stop as like, tall as a bottle. Yeah, they give a little bottle, you know, little, little airport ba- airplane bottles, you know. Hey, here's some fucking Manischewitz. No, but that's obviously where we're coming from. That's our that's our Super Bowl. That's our you know holy grail. We've been waiting for that for a long time. It's a great, great moment. It's a great for that moment. to happen. It's a great um, moment. Yep, yep, absolutely wonderful. And and, and to beat Brady in that to come back and after it was losing, big. getting some redemption after 04. And if if you're hearing this and you're a fan of a team. Any team, not not even just Super Bowl team, you know, because we we because we got four sports teams here. We we've seen our Phillies win. We've seen the Flyers come close. The one appearance for the Sixers, they they went up against the fucking O one Lakers. That's which when I stopped like, watching basketball. And we like and we we took the first game barely, but it literally took every single fucking ounce of our strength. And then we got rolled out of the series. It was the only game that the Lakers lost was Game One of the finals, and then they. Fucking smoked us. So, but you know, we but we did have the 08 series for the Phillies, and then we had Super Bowl 52 with the Eagles. It feels amazing. Every time you hear a reference to that game, it's just you're just like you get tangles, man. Like it just feels amazing. I feel sorry for anybody who's never gotten to experience that. I really, really do. Um, because it's it's an awesome feeling. There's it no is. other way to describe it. It's awesome. It was really it was, awesome. it was a good feeling. It's an excellent feeling. And I also I sat alone and watched it by myself. Shed a tear. Shed a tear. I, I, I almost would have rather been by myself. I was in a room. We were at, uh, we're at one, one of her friend's house, and her, her friend's husband kept yelling at me for cursing. <laughs> I wanted to rip his fucking head off because he, he, was, he was saying less, I guess, aggressive. Can we name names? Or? This man has, has a pretty Early. decent uh, cursing arsenal himself. He just doesn't use it as much as I do. But he used it in the same fucking room that he was giving me shit for, so, you know, nonetheless, you know, fuck you, dude. Like, like it, it almost ruined it, and then by the end of it, we were all freaking out, and everybody was cursing, so it didn't matter. And then we went, drove down uh, uh, York Road in Hatboro. Drove down, and it was like, just oh, cars really? everywhere. Oh, we literally let our girls just run in between moving tra- vehicles, high-fiving people passing by and convertibles and hanging out the windows of RVs and shit. There were just people in cars everywhere and nobody gave a shit and nobody got hurt. It was amazing. And I just remember hugging every single person that was within five feet of me that whole night. It was great. It was really good. Um, so outside of the result of the game and the post-game celebrations, there's a lot of shit that goes on before the game, during the game, regarding gambling. Prop bets. There are like a handful of like go-to prop bets that they have in the Super Bowl. And I was curious about some of them. I was trying to find out like some of the weirder ones. And maybe you can clue us in on that in a second if there's any like really goofy ones out there. But like, you know, I was looking into kind of like stats about the these prop bets, like the coin toss, for instance. Did you realize... And I never would have guessed this because you know every you know everyone's so like oh fuck I hope we win the toss you know every, it's you know it's like the first thing you have to have go right in every football game is fuck I hope we win the toss so we can so we can defend the right side of the field or whatever the fuck um, get this out of all the coin tosses and all the teams 
the teams that win the coin toss are 24 and 31 in Super Bowl history. Teams who win are 20. Yeah. Really? So, yes. Yeah, so if you win the coin toss, history you proves you're going to lose. You, you're probably going to lose the Super Bowl. 24 and 31. That's in, that's odd to me. Here, I'll, I'll even kick that one up another level. The last seven Super Bowls, whoever lost the coin toss won the Super Bowl. That's like weird. You know, like, does that occur to people? Are people keeping track of that shit? No, I doubt that very I'm much. Sure, I mean, I'm sure there's like reasons. some, there's probably yeah. some dude, like the kind of guy who does the fucking scorebook at the fucking baseball games. That guy, he's probably like, oh, I'll be damned, everybody. That's the seventh, that's the seventh time somebody's lost. Yeah, but a lot of those, they have to have stats like from previous years just to look at it. But I mean, it's more prevalent now because there's so much novelty prop betting going on on all of these apps. There's a million apps out there nowadays, and especially now it's legal in a lot of places to to place bets online. And it, it makes it easy to steal people's money. And that's all it is. I mean, people are just betting random ass fucking prop bets on shit that they don't know what they're looking at. There's a lot of guys out there actually betting prop bets and making sensible, you know, bets like Cooper Cup to to catch over 95 yards, you know, whatever. But you know, like the Gatorade stuff, like color of the Gatorade dumped on the winning coach and coin toss outcome, you know, winner heads or tails, all that shit is crazy. And you can find some really, you know, what color jerseys are they going to wear? That kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, there's there seems to be like. A lot of goofy ones out there now. Like that, now they even have prop bets for like halftime shows. I know there, there's a prop bet going around about the, the, these. Cracked me up with because uh, one of the performers for the halftime show, uh, Mary J. Blige. There's a prop prop bet going. At, Will Mary J. Blige show cleavage or not? Like that's a fucking prop bet. It's amazing. The answer is yes. She always does. But you know, um, yeah. I just, I just found that just I'm like shit. Like they will literally fucking bet on anything. It's amazing. You know what? What's the first commercial you see? All that shit. Well, well, I I know a guy. He goes to a Super Bowl party every single year, and they hand out a sheet with a bunch of questions like that. Like, what's the first commercial? You know, what's the first? Um, you, you you know you know like you know will the first celebrity be uh you know a you know, you know a TV actor or a singer or whatever you know like there's just you know who wins a coin toss over under on the you know, your national anthem. It's just all the, all these things they throw them onto a sheet. They all throw up like five or 10 bucks. Whoever gets the most right wins. Like, you know, it's just, you know, I, I like I like the spirit of it. It gives you something to root for. Um, yeah. yeah I, I'm sure there's a lot of people who go to Super Bowl parties who don't really know football or care about football. They're there because yeah, it's a party, it's right? A, it, it's it makes a fun people way to do it. Oh, engaged and yeah. it, it's a good, it's a good thing to do. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I think a lot of people want to bet because they want something to root for. Like you said, absolutely. Yeah. No, I just, I go with, uh, yeah, did a bunch of block pools. You know, there was no shortage of them going around this year. You doing any uh, any parlays, any prop bets, anything you got out there? I've got a couple, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten leg parlays coming in. Okay, that I've placed over the last two or three weeks. Okay, I did a couple more today, and we'll see what happens. I mean, most of them are just you know, anytime touchdown scores, which okay. are you know the Cooper Cups of the world and Absolutely. the uh, Jamar Chases. Okay. And then some other ones that I've added in there. I know T. Higgins has catched quite a few balls for the team. So for Cincinnati, anyway. So just over unders on on receptions mm-hmm. and things like that. Nothing crazy. I, I didn't bet any outright or money line uh, bets. 
Yeah, I but, feel like that's honestly the parlays and the prop bets seem a little bit more exciting. Well, a little you bit can more get fun. a plus fourteen hundred. You know, yeah, you, you can, can pile you can, like a twenty-three leg parlay together, and you can, you know, you can win a five-dollar bet and win thousands of dollars depending on how right. complicated. So it you looks get, right? really enticing for people. But you, you make I, I was really close the other week uh, when CJ Uzoma got hurt. I hit. I had like a, a six or seven leg parlay that I had him on five receptions over five receptions and over like 34 receiving yards dude got hurt in like the first quarter and i Damn. guarantee he would have had those looks and oh, those easily yards. but i saw yeah. and i won every other part of the leg of that parlay <sighs> but when he got hurt hey, it's just what happens right always a bitch it's always a bitch god damn the um i keep thinking about yeah, do I want to get one of these gambling apps because i just like i suck at gambling you know we we spoke about our luck it's our ability for luck money it's not and all that and, and that's what it is but but honestly like one of like what you say like one of those one of those 10 leg parlays you throw up five bucks yeah. you lose five bucks or maybe maybe you win a couple hundred with some fucking ridiculous shit coming together why not you know something something exciting like that you know i honestly i just hope that it's not i'm not eliminated from it in the first fucking two minutes of the game you know it's like cj uzoma getting fucking injured yeah. ruining everything you know it's right just, it just wouldn't be cool, man. It's so disheartening. But that's the problem. You go back the next time, right? You can say, oh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll do better next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm going to get it back, man. I swear I'm going to get lucky here. I'm going to get on a hot streak here, people. I swear to God. Yeah. Fucking mush. Get over it. No, um, I think the, the, the biggest thing now, I will say, a lot of, like, I, I follow Twitter a lot, and a lot of the Twitter gambling people are very, very good at explaining to the newcomers. There's a lot of people getting into it now just because it's so prevalent these days with these apps. Huh. You know, explain to people that, you know, you set aside that money to do that. Don't bet more than you can obviously afford and, and do it by laying out the number of units you feel comfortable making a bet towards. So if you want to bet a full unit, make that unit of $5, you know, or make it $10 or whatever the number is. Yeah, and then yeah. just stick by that and don't don't go beyond your means. Don't be putting down $50 on McPherson to kick like seven field goals or whatever. <laughs> At the rate he's going, he might. Now we trust him. Yeah, right. Every single one of them, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, now, outside of the game itself, you know, and the game's important, of course. It's why we all gather once a year for this. It's the last day of football. It sucks. That's the only downside. As soon as that game's over, you're like, Fuck! I gotta wait like months. It's terrible. It is. It is. It's. It's cool to watch a good game, and then immediately you go, "Fuck me!" It's over for months. But then it, it'll all come back again and restarts again. Circle of life. It's a great time. Um, <laughs> there. But the it's, the other it thing happens fast too. You're right. I mean, once it's over, it's it happens again pretty quickly. It actually does. Yeah, you're like a fu- like fucking like shit. OTAs or next week? What the fuck? Jesus Christ, it's amazing. Yeah, it does. All of a sudden, it sneaks up on you, you know, because because the baseball team that's in your town typically underperforms and underwhelms you. So you're like, uh, you know, distraction. OTAs, all right, cool. You know, you get you get really excited when your baseball team plays like shit. Uh, hopefully, that'll change this year. But I and digress. Um, the there there's a lot more buzz that I all that I'm kind of well, I don't want to say a lot more. She's be like even handed. Uh, a lot of the people that I'm talking to, yeah, they're they're excited to see a good game, but the halftime show, yeah, <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of excitement about. So I mean, this, are you excited? Are you excited? I'm excited. I mean, are you really? I mean, I'm not excited, but I, I just I like the. I'm not a hip hop guy, you know that, but I, well, I, yeah, I, no, but I, I mean, enjoy like the Dre stuff and the 
I just think it's cool that Snoop's going to be there with Dre and Eminem. I don't really give a shit about what's her name. No, Mary J. And well, then, then, and then you got like the, so the yeah. So, so again, the lineup you got you Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and then this one I didn't understand, Kendrick Lamar. Well, yeah, because yeah, he's newer. I like, don't know the fuck that is anyway. So he's know. he's like a new rapper. He's like he's like the new fucking. He's that dude, something like that. It's supposed to be like this new rap genius. I don't know. Well, remember Never the weekend, him a last list. year? Didn't the weekend suck? He's new. what last year? Honestly, I so. That, oh, like that, so fucking dumb. Well, that's kind of where I'm going. Like, like I mean, you know, you, you go back through like the history of the halftime show. There's been hits. There's been misses. There's been some things that, honestly, you you kind of get a mixed reaction on. You know, now if you exclude a lot of the earliest performances of the halftime show, like you had people like making repeated appearances, like Carol Channing. There was a lot of in like the early or like the early seventies, actually just all the seventies, the seventies, early eighties. Like they would do these shows that were like they were like variety show style things. Like you'd have like a proper marching band come out, and then you'd have yeah, like Carol Channing come out and do a fucking song and a tap dance. Ella Fitzgerald performed at one, you know, Andy Williams. And then they'd mix in with like a Marine Corps drill team. Like they'd have like guys from our military and then maybe another marching band. And then, you know, like performance arts groups, like up with the people, you know, where you know the big multicultural like expo of sorts, you know, they didn't go like big name, you know, popular musician un- until really like the nineties. Like when was the first Super Bowl? 67? So they went like 23 years before really tapping into like the proper pop culture channel that they could have hit on. It was right. it was really weird. Have you ever looked back at like like the transgression and the progression, I suppose, of the Super Bowl halftime show? Like just no, the performers? Because again, it's this is a frivolous, stupid thing to me. Like it, it doesn't I don't know. To me, it doesn't fucking mean anything. It's just stupid. I don't even well, want to watch that shit. Well, I mean, it's I like, watched I'm, it when you two was on in the Foo Fighters. That was great. Foo Fighters never did the fucking Super I was, Bowl. I thought they did. No. Maybe that was part of the problem. I don't think you're watching the right fucking channel. Well, if I watched the Foo Fighters, I would have, if they were on, I would have watched them. Nah, Foo Fighters definitely never do it. They probably should be in the mix, but they're not, like, they're staying off the they rock thing. Something. We need we need another, like, uh, you know, we need, like, Janet Jackson's boob again. That wasn't, that, 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 that lasted way too long. Like, fucking taking up precious time to talk about her titty. Because that one actually started a pretty good run of performers, but. Do you think the U2 one was? I like the U2 one. It was it was it was post nine eleven. They did a nice tribute to it. It was you know Bono. He opened up his you know the in, the inseams of his coat and had the American flag on there. It was it, yeah, like we needed. It. it was a nice uplifting positive moment. I'm not a big U two guy. I had no issue with that performance. Started to think you know we should probably pull some star power. You'll never guess who started it off. And this is why I, this is why I think it's fascinating to look at these halftime shows and the and the progression of them because it's reflective of like the time kind of so in 1991 it's what the blues brothers well yeah yeah so yeah they did the blues brothers thing which i didn't want back even further okay go ahead yeah well well, no well no no no, it wasn't the blues brothers blues brothers it was the james belushi john goodman like whatever the fuck that thing was like when that was supposed to be an amazing sequel and it fell flat (laughs) because of course it would what the fuck he's dead don't try to fucking carry on the movie without john you know his brother doesn't make up for it uh it was it was like just a lackluster performance but 1991 they did uh 
New Kids on the Block? They did a New Kids on the Block, and America ate it up. The next year, they did a big Olympic tribute, and they and they ended it with Gloria Estefan. Correct. So, yeah, they, like, right. and and they would do these things, like they would they would have these themed performances, and then have like a celebrity or like a well known performer pop up. But she wasn't like the mainstay of it, and they would do. They would have singers like Gloria Estefan. One year they had like Chubby Checker. Didn't that Michael Jackson like a couple years after that as well? So that was where it changed. I'm very impressed, by the way, with your Super Bowl halftime show knowledge. Like I said, it was it was always like I've I've always been so you know drawn toward you know mu- music and performing and such yeah, like that was sense. that was always even when I didn't care for the game or didn't fully watch the game, I made it a point to be there for the, for the halftime show. But in '93, they rolled out Michael Jackson. It opened with him standing still for 30 seconds, right? Maybe longer. While the fucking crowd just would not shut the fuck up. And he was doing that different, like he popped up at different points of the stage. You know, they have like body doubles and shit like that. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's on the 50 yard line and just kicks into it. And he fucking lit it up, man. That started all of the like, yep, we need a big ass performer every year now. And everything was going cool. You know, we mentioned, you know, you two things like that. They would have, you know, like Shania Twain. I remember her performing actually a pretty pretty fucking decent one i actually became kind of a shania twain fan watching her live everything was going cool they were just having these big name people no harm no foul then uh then oh four nipplegate jan jackson <laughs> right and her fucking tit was on live tv and then they went on now listen to this run because this mean, is a great six year run going with this that yeah, nipplegate caused. it was all it was really all rock. fucking good. Well, I mean, Prince was kind of. It was no, you. Oh, but he's a rock guy. No, I get it. I do. No, this, I this, this, this was this was the greatest stretch that there will ever be of Super Bowl halftime. I agree because I loved every and, single one of them. I mean, and, the and they, the Stones. And, and what did they know about all all these groups? They were like, well, we're we're not going to see a titty on this one. Yeah, and they went. So this 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 was the order. So at, first year after Janet McCartney killed it, then the Stones. They were awesome. Then, this is my favorite performance ever. I'm a huge Prince fan. Love Prince. All right? And there's another guy that came comes up a couple years after him that I really love. Prince did it. It was awesome. The rain that started when Purple Rain was being played. He did the Foo Fighters cover. Doing uh, doing his version of the best of you, you know, played Baby I'm a Star. It's my favorite song off of the Purple Rain soundtrack. Like, just he just fucking destroyed it, cemented his legacy, as far as I'm concerned. And a lot of people would agree with me. After Prince, uh, your boy, Tom Petty. Yeah, no, right. That was good. Then, the Heartbreakers. Yeah, that was great. That, that was, and that was another amazing performance. The year after that, my probably, probably my third, I think Michael Jackson's easily my second favorite, but my third favorite performance was The Boss. And that was Nerd. just killer. Yeah, so killer. Guy, Open, so op- opened it up with 10th Avenue freeze out, took it all the way home with glory days, fucking blew it up, man. And then the year after that was the who. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, and even that was good. Like, we didn't know what we were going to get with that one, you know, but yeah, it was right. it was a good performance. It really, really was. You got such a good thing going. You got all these rock acts. And it, but there had been it, now you're 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 on year seven from the Nipplegate thing. And you say, you know what? Let's try some other stuff. Cause I, and I think they were kind of catching some flack. Like, what? Not everybody watching these Super Bowls is, you know, sixty. So is, how about how about how about something for the kids? You know, like you're losing the young people. They're tuning out. They started doing like the LMFAO and all those like weird. 
Well, so the first one that ended this streak, and boy, did they fucking end it. This is the worst. It's one of, it's one of the worst. Probably the worst. Uh, the fucking Black Eyed Peas. So they roll out the Black Eyed Peas, who included... Oh, did they have Slash playing with them or something? Slash, Slash came out, and I can remember thinking, like, oh, thank God, something, finally. Cool. They're at least going to finish this properly. And then fucking Fergie steps into the fucking frame, <laughs> And it sounded like she was trying to do an Axel impersonation, singing Sweet Child of Mine. Right. And between that and that national anthem performance she gave at one of the NBA All-Star Games years ago, the woman should never be allowed to touch a microphone in public again. <laughs> She's, look, she, you know, with her fucking half-naked shaking her ass, quasi-rap, pop, whatever shitty fucking music she makes, that's, that's your wheelhouse, Ferg. Stay the fuck fuck away from sporting events because you fucking yeah. suck at it uh kill just terrible now it did kind of it, it it got weird after that you had stuff like beyonce got the headline she brought out destiny's child yeah, didn't really right. give a shit about that i was, I was kind of i'm like yeah, all right, yeah i can admire beyonce's ability but a lot of her songs just miss with me um bruno mars that was the year i found out wow bruno mars is pretty fucking legit yeah he's a good singer he's good at what he does uh, chili, peppers? chili peppers too uh, Chili Peppers popped out that year, I think. Yeah, they'll bring in some nice special guests too. If they're if they do a good performance and they bring in a special guest, if they really hit on it, it like that helps too. Uh, Katy Perry did the next year. Was Didn't that mind the, her. The Sharks. That was the left the left shark guy, whatever right. you know. Which she's doing her California Girls song. Um, just she's just never you know unpleasant to look at. She's a knockout. Uh, Coldplay, the next year that was when yeah. Mars and Beyonce came back and totally like overshadowed all the Coldplay shit. Nah, I can't no. stand Coldplay. That that performance was just funny to me. Uh, and they did that uh, that Uptown Funk You Up song. Bruno did that, so that was fucking killer. After that, uh, Lady Gaga, who I knew from watching her, she had like a live concert on HBO once, and I, and I sat there and watched it because nothing else was on, and I really enjoyed it. She is all my respect in the world. She can sing, she, she can dance, she can, she's a, a solid performer. Absolutely dig her. Um, I was in love with her. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, she was just she was just amazing. Timberlake returned after not getting any flack for his involvement in the Nipplegate thing. Janet's never been back, mind you. Then I think Maroon Five went and sucked. They're terrible. Wasn't uh, who was with Big Boy and uh, the other guy? Not did they not, do an, an outcast thing? Was yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. The, it wasn't the Andre Three Thousand guy. It was just Big Boy and somebody else. The I like the way you move guy. Oh, maybe Travis Scott or something with the the. Wasn't he the one who had the the, the concert deaths when people were I don't I don't know who these people are. I, like all these rappers, little baby pushy T. The same with Adam Levine though. Bad, I, who gives a bad fuck funny about bad me? bad baby bad what the fuck like, yeah. it, like what the fuck like they could all be the same guy. I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, fuck Maroon Five. The last two <laughs> that we've seen. So two years ago, you got. Now I was excited for this just based. I on, was too. I, I knew. I remember I, I knew that visually we were just gonna get to watch these two women just shake their asses on the stage. I've got I gotta admit that I was super excited to watch this. I, this knew, I, I knew I wasn't gonna know a single fucking word. I was like, they're gonna run out and sing this whole fucking thing in Spanish. But when J Lo and Shakira are going on stage together, you have my attention. And they didn't disappoint. I, I don't remember anything they sang. I remember being entertained, loving the performance, and honestly, everybody else did too. They just went out there and did their fucking thing, and it was cool. It was real. It was cool. It was different, and yeah, they're both they're, great singers. I, the, I, the, I like 
Yeah, yeah, and and I, like I said, well, the biggest thing I was just excited to just that I got to watch them just looking incredible because they both do. They just don't age. Neither one of them. I think J Lo's like halfway to sixty, and Shakira's in her fucking mid forties now, and they both still look like they're twenty eight. It's amazing, and they move even better than that. Um, they were yeah, like them. The weekend you had touched on it earlier. I liked it. He's not a performer. He's just like he's got a good voice. I don't, you know, like the the whole yeah, all the theatrics were weird, but. If you just kind of close your eyes and listen to it, it was was good. And I honestly didn't realize how many of his songs I liked until I saw that. I was like, oh, yeah, he sings that one and he does that one. Because he somehow realized he fit like 10 songs into his performance. It was, yeah, no, there were a lot. I like how they jumbled it all up and kind of like uh, mashed it it all together. It was nice, yeah. But so, I, I don't really care about the uh, Well, yeah, and then that's, yeah, like that's, you know, the the unfortunate nature of it is, yeah, it doesn't appeal to everybody. You know, they're they're just going to do their best. I mean, honestly, the way this country's going, it wouldn't shock me if all of a sudden we just get like an all-country Super Bowl that's just really going to annoy me. I'm uh, sure that'll be the next one. You know, like I said, I liked Shania back then, but Shania Shania. A lot of these country acts just sound ridiculous. So I hope they'll spare us on that. But yeah, I'd like to see a Foo Fighter. Or a you know a, a Pearl Jam, I'm just saying with as big as Dave Grohl is, and the, as big, the Foo Fighters are way mainstream. It just seems like that would be something that would be right up their alley. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's considered selling out, but they've sold out already. So it really they, they, they can play Wembley Stadium, man. Like That's they're saying, they're they can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Like when when you've worked your way up to that, you know. Like I saw them in the Trocadero in '95. They can now sell out Wembley Stadium. Now it would not be off color or out of character for them to go ahead and play the fucking Super Bowl at this point. As far as this this one goes with my excitement, like I said, and I can I can listen to rap. I like some Dre songs, I like some Snoop songs, I like some Eminem songs, I like some Mary J songs. Couldn't identify a Kendrick Lamar song if it sat on my face. I'm not excited for this. It's going to be fucking scripted, kind of just like bland. I don't think there's going to be anything. You know, we, I, we all, I think you I, know where you're going to get. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's going to be... Anything now? Prove me wrong. If it's a good performance, I'll be the first one to go. Oh fuck me! I was wrong. I'm just in my experience. The majority of live, I don't like rap to me. Unless you are there in the audience, I don't think translates all that well live. I agree. I don't (sighs) think that it's something that you can actually sit and watch on a television at home. It really seems that, you know, you either need to be in the crowd or, you know, if you're if you're like driving around something like that, like your your whole scenario has to be, you know, right. The situation has to be right to put on rap music. So, you know, even even when you have legends like Snoop Dogg and Dre, I just can't get all that excited for them to perform. And then even with. The Mary J. Blige thing, it's just, you know, nothing, nothing about this performance immediately speaks to me and says, wow, this is going to be memorable. Now, it could be, but I just because I don't think that rap translates well to a live performance when you're sitting on the couch watching it at home. I just don't know how it'll be. Now, everybody else that's in our wheelhouse of age group from the nineties, they're all ready to just like kick their shoes off and get fucking nuts wherever they're watching this game. You know, like they're, they're all ready to just fucking go bonkers over it. There I am with that fucking word again. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, really there are other options there. I just thought, I, I guess 
it's cool to bring it all together. I think it's cooler bringing it all together like that. I just can't like I, just, I, I can't get excited. I'm gonna watch it because that's what I do. I watch it all the time. It just you know, seems I, to me I, I you want to bring somebody in that's relevant. Totally a nostalgia grab for them. I saw a headline about Mary J. Blige saying like she wasn't getting paid for this, Shit. and she's like it's just an opportunity of a lifetime. But didn't she? Well, she was there before. I honestly can't remember. She might have been. Either she way, seems like I somebody, something, yeah, like somebody would have tapped her to come up and sing of this, sing of that, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, there's been, yeah, yeah, the the pop in stars, and and that's the thing. Like there could be like people, people are anticipating that that Tupac hologram is going to come up. And honestly, I was thinking about it. Yeah, you could probably go up there and sing California Love and have that be the opener, or have that be the finisher, and just have like everybody take a verse on that with the Tupac hologram singing California Love. The Super Bowl is being played in L.A. It is being played by the LA Rams. Right. Just saying. Could be. Look at that. They don't have to pay me, but if they were paying, it'd be a lot of money. But I'm good. It's just an opportunity of a lifetime. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, whether she gets paid or not, I don't know. But she has publicly stated that she's not being paid for this performance, which seems odd to me because who the fuck is Mary J. Blige these days? She's acting now. She's in that uh, some show on Stars, apparently. Her, her oh, and really? man. Mary J. is fine. All right. There, there's I I have I have learned that there is people that like rap and hip hop. They they go crazy for their for their people too. Their bands, their groups. They they do the same shit that we do. Like we go to a rock show. You know, we tailgate. We go in, get all bombed out, run around, dance, whatever. Most of the hip hop fans, like like uh, like Vicky, went to see Mary J. Blige actually in Camden, like years ago. Yeah, oh, got me a great. She found this great T shirt in the parking lot. It almost looked like a heavy metal shirt because of like the color scheme on it. I wore it for years. See this long haired white kid, like, is that a fucking Mary J. Blige shirt? Like, yep. <laughs> yep. Tour of 2002, bitch. Yeah, you know, and all that. I never went to see her, but like, she went there and she she said, like, her and like four of her girlfriends are sitting there in the parking lot, empty parking lot, like two hours before the show, cracking beers, hanging out, you know, tossing a frisbee, whatever. 40 minutes before the show starts, all these cars start pulling in. She's like, she's like, now we were kind of the only white people really in the crowd, but there were like a couple other ones. She's like, but like most of these people, they were like, they were they were black people. They got out. They were wearing suits. Like they were wearing dresses. Like they were done the fuck up. And I can attest to this. Back to my love of Prince. I went and saw Prince back in like the mid, early to mid 2000s. He came, came, came through to Philly. Jill Scott opened for him. He's fucking awesome. I went. It was me, this girl I was dating, who she was like a hippie chick. And then these two girls, two women from North Philly, Nisi and Holly. And we were all sitting there in the cafeteria, you know, because we all smoked and we all ate together. We were talking about like, yo, you, you know, he's coming to town. It was Prince. So we're like, oh shit, Prince. So we said, yeah, let's get some tickets. Four of us, yeah, let's do it. So we're in. So they they took they took Septa and met us there. We drove down. These two look like they were going to church. Hair did new heels, new manicure, dresses. They might as well have been going out to dinner. And we went to the goddamn Wells Fargo Center to see a concert. No, like black, black people get dressed up for it. We're we're the curmudgeons wearing fucking jeans and shit. I was like, damn! I was like, like it was. I was like, I was like in awe. I was like, holy shit! Because, 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 like the crowd at a print show, it's the majority of it's African American. It is, you know, sure. And it's like you're looking around, you're just like, like fuck, man! Look, I'm wearing jeans and t-shirt. What the fuck is wrong? Like I'm underdressed. It was terrible. Shit was absolutely fucking terrible. There's really only one question left to ask here. I think in the midlife crisis Super Bowl special, Trevor, what's going to happen tomorrow? What's the final score? Who's winning? Well, only because I have. Bets in on the over, and I really like Burrow, like we said, and I like I like this Bengals team. 37-24 Bengals. 
I like it. I got to go also Bengals. I just, the way this year's been, it's been weird, a lot of surprises, and there's just some, something about it. You look back at everything that, that they've done, every team they've beaten to get where they're at. After they beat Kansas City to get into the Super Bowl, looks like destiny to me, man. It almost has a similar feel of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles, dare I say. So destiny might be afoot. So I will also say the Bengals, 30-27. to 27. I think it's going to be a hard-fought battle. Hoping it's a good game. Hoping it comes down to the end. We're hoping you all will enjoy the game. And we hope you've enjoyed the, our first Super Bowl special. Uh, this was, you know, something, something we kicked around. We're glad we did it. Covered a couple of things, you know. We left the commercials out of it because people talk about the fucking commercials way too much. And quite frankly, we don't remember any of them. Do you remember any of them? No. No, they're fucking No, the commercials, no. I, I Yeah. No. Budweiser's going to make Budweiser, you for a golden retriever. <laughs> Maybe the GoDaddy ads with Danica Patrick making out with lesbians. That'd be cool. I they should be. I would really crypto hope so. crypto ads. I'm sure there'll be crypto a few ads, of those. Yeah. Well, what's what's the what's the cost for a 30 minute spot or 30 second spot? Sorry. Six point <laughs> 30 minute spot. It's your life and the life of ten thousand other people. No, six point five million, million dollars for thirty seconds. So keep an eye out for that midlife crisis commercial right in the middle of the broadcast, guys. Six point five million. We raised it. We sent it all the way over to the network. So they're getting the money this year. Don't worry, we'll get you guys on the uh, the back end. I guess something like that. Who knows? But here we are again for Midlife Crisis. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, take a look at the polls at the bottom of the episodes. I totally fucking forgot to mention we're having polls we ask one question pertaining to the episode just to make sure you guys are paying attention and we know that you are so feel free to get us up with them polls give us any feedback you like uh midlife crisis the podcast at gmail.com drop Can we get any emails just that one <laughs> author who wanted to talk about aging gracefully we never called her back i don't think she was a real author uh, i think she was actually the prince of uh burundi i don't think that's a real country anymore no, she was trying to might have been get some money yeah i'll win the lottery and send you nudes nudes i don't get any nudes no nudes nudes Nudes. all right send nudes guys he's trevor i'm jamie send Send everybody midlife crisis enjoy the game go Bengals. Bengals. big dick joe